This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If you've been following all the stuff that's happening in the world, probably the, the least divisive in terms of uh, everybody agreeing it's super interesting is the coverage of the Pentagon White House subcommittee hearing on UFOs. Now, whether or not you believe in UFOs is up to you, but... There's just too much talk for too many years and too many legitimate people seeing too many legitimate things. And, and by that, I mean, you know, guys like Ryan Graves, ex-Navy pilot. You have nearly magnitude more close air uh, collision potential from our aviators, from these objects um, than they were initially suspected. So from my perspective, getting energy on this is simply just going to stabilize the end of the day for our Navy operators. And, and, and having seen them, what do you make of them? The people in my squadron that did see them, they would describe them as simply a dark gray or, or dark black cube inside a clear sphere. About uh, 15 to 20 feet uh, in diameter is the best estimate we can come up with. But that's that's uh, the best guess of what they physically look like. If we heard about 11 near misses. Um, have you ever heard of a, like a section being split? Like Absolutely, yep, right between the sections. In fact, uh, one of the most interesting cases that I'm aware of was a time when at the beginning of the... Um, time when we were actually detecting these objects, uh, we have a hard time uh, visually seeing them. Uh, one day, um, one of our air crew went up in a section, and at the very entrance to the working area, which is a very specific altitude and geographic location, um, one of these objects uh, went in between their aircraft. Yeah, so when you hear this stuff, you, you go, these aren't, again, hillbillies taking it in the pipe. Like, man, all I know is he just went up inside me with everything he had. I seen him coming. But... These are legitimate guys who've been tested out, who are flying the best of the best. And the, and the other backup is not just human. We have now million-dollar tracking systems on $60 million jets that track these. And from multiple positions, not just the, the aircraft, from the ground, from other ways that we, we track and follow things mm -hmm. that show, yeah, that's exactly what that object did. Don't know who is flying it. Don't know who owns it. But I can tell you, the machines say it did everything these guys said it would did. But the first congressional hearing on no, no, UFOs not this, in not this one, this one, sorry. The Pentagon confirms these are images of objects it can't identify. Lieutenant Graves told us pilots training off the Atlantic coast see things like that all the time. Every day. Every day for at least a couple of years. Um, wait, wait a minute. Every day for a couple of years? Mm-hmm. It's rotating. Oh, my gosh. Going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots west. Oh, you. you can sort of hear the surprise in their voices. You certainly can. They seem to have broke character a bit, uh, and were just kind of amazed at what they were seeing. 
What do you think when you see something like this? This is a difficult one to explain. You have rotation, you have high altitudes, you have propulsion, right? I don't know, I don't know what it is. I would say, you know, the highest probability is it's a threat observation program. Are you alarmed? I, I am worried, uh, frankly. You know, if these were tactical jets from another country that were hanging out up there, it would be a massive issue. But because it looks slightly different, we're not willing to actually look at the problem in the face. Uh, we're, we're happy to just ignore the fact that these are out there watching us every day. Our next guest is a paranormal investigator, podcaster, author, and radio host who worked as a location scout and researcher for the show Ghost Adventures before branching out on his own. You've heard him on Darkness Radio. You've seen him as the host of the Travel Channel series, The Halzer Files. You can listen to his podcast, The Paranormal 60, on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and more. And today he's here to talk about the recent congressional UFO hearings. Please welcome, friend of the show, Dave Schrader. Mr. Schrader, how have you been? Well, I'm out here to report on them UFOs out in the fields of West Virginia. Well, dude, finally. I've seen a light come out the sky. I know. Yeah, this is exciting times, isn't it? He Holy was inside cow, me. I told him. I said, look, I'm just going out to look for the dog, but all I knew is he took me up there, and they penetrated me repeatedly. I think it was a Democrat. <laughs> They's riding them. 5G waves spreading the COVID virus to all of us. <laughs> yeah, totally. So for once, it's not some crazy hillbilly, you know? It's right, it's These are right. real, real respected, retired naval aviators. These are, this is the legitimate stuff. And basically, uh, it, what's being revealed is what the government already knows. There's a subcommittee hearing on all of this information but they've hidden this information from each other it's classified this department won't talk to this department this guy knows about it this guy doesn't know about it and in the end what do you think the purpose of all of this is why do why release this now all right well we're listen we're sitting in a very tenuous time we've got issues with china we've got issues with uh obviously russia when there's wartime issues going on, you could look at it two ways. Skepticism might tell you that this is the dog, you know, the, the tail wagging the dog. Let's let's get everybody looking over at this. Ooh, yeah. ah, shiny yeah. objects in the right. sky. Meanwhile, we're dealing with a lot of subterfuge on the side, yeah. dealing with what, what other things could be going. But we know that this has been going on for a long time, and now they're coming forward with it. it you know, a lot of the... A lot of the people that have been in this field researching it diligently and taking it seriously believe that we may be coming closer to the precipice of them showing themselves on a grander scale. And the government trying to get out in front of it so that they don't look like idiots when it happens. They can, you know, they're they're kind of doing this soft roll disclosure on us as they started back in 2017. Well, do you think that the soft roll is about uh, people not panicking? Because here's what I fear, like, really happens. You undo everybody's noggin. Like, everybody goes, what, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We were told there's a guy on a cloud, and then there's a bad devil guy down here, and you got to do it this way, or he's going to get you. Now you're telling me there's a completely different, higher form of life than us, and and I think people, I think society gets unraveled. Listen, the Vatican has has a lot of archives. They have a lot of information. And if you recall, about 2006, 2007, at the time, uh, was it Pope Benedict made a, a public announcement to say, you know, it's, it's no longer a sin to consider that God has created life on other planets. Mm-hmm. And that was a big step for the church. And 
that's something to take into consideration. Uh, the Vatican has an observatory for a reason. The Vatican has deep, dark researchers for a reason, right. and they know a lot of things. There, there is some really intriguing information that's been coming out, and even and I know you could go off on the fringe. The Bible isn't real. It's a book of no, parables. And I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying no, I know that. people are I'm kept under wraps with it, though. They're, you know, Sometimes I feel like it's the only thing holding society together. Right. But what I was getting at more is for the general populace to say, oh, well, this, this can't be true. But there's been references as far back in writing as the Bible. There's also been references in Egyptian, sure. Aztec, yes. Mayan, hieroglyphs, and messages that there is something else out there. And a lot of us want to contextualize it as oh, well, this is a representation of their thoughts of the bird sky, you know, the, the gods of the sky, the birds, and, and, and attributing certain things. But when we look at it, there's an, a preponderance of evidence that you just cannot dismiss. There are right. paintings, you know, that, that date back to the Renaissance era that have these craft in the sky. Yes. And now you, you follow it through time. There were huge UFO sightings throughout time in history that have been recorded when we had no flying machines in the sky. How do we explain it? The attack over Long Beach, when the, and, and the pictures out there exist, you see these spotlights shooting up into the sky covering what looks almost like a giant Zeppelin, and they're bombing the hell out of it, and it's not coming down. And they had this firefight with it, the uh, crash in Roswell. Now, again, you could say, well, listen, Dave's into this fringe element, but the government has taken it seriously. Fifty-six years ago, uh, Congressman Gerald Ford led the last committee meeting and hearing on UFOs because he believed this is a threat. And that is something people have to pay attention to here, Johnny, is that they're talking about the fact that they're not saying alien. They're just talking about the overall concept of what is this threat we're dealing with because these craft are moving in ways that should not physically be possible without wings and without a sign of a jet sure. propulsion system. Well, listen, I mean, so, it's, it's we've been watching this forever. We've... We have seen right. signs of this. I, I was in Peru, in uh, Cusco. There's a museum there, and they have uh, the mummies there, and they show these 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 heads that, and, and, you know, and whether it's this way or not, it definitely leans to that. We've seen what a gray looks like with that extended bulbous head, that skull that looks different than ours. Right. And they were busy shaping children's and babies' heads in that with by wrapping them. Now. It could just be some odd thing that 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 the Incas were doing for for whatever purpose, or it looks so very much like the Grays. And then you talk about the Inca blocks, and you talk about the the Nazca lines. Then you you, you it just goes on and on, and everything interconnects. And uh, hell, I don't know what's real and not real, but I will tell you that there's too much smoke to not be fire, and it would be absurd to consider that we're the only life form, we're the last, we're the last M M&M and M in the bottom of the bag. Exactly. And when you've now got the military kind of officially lifting the lid and you've got all of these people coming forward uh, that are in all the different branches of the military talking about sightings, talking about this, one of the most important new openings from this congressional hearing and the subcommittee hearing is the fact that we have to destigmatize reports because for years, Army, Navy, Air Force and commercial pilots are kind of scoffed at, rejected, and, and demoted for talking about and reporting this kind of phenomena. So now that they're saying this needs to be removed so that people can feel free to talk about this, that was a huge step and that they all agreed upon it. And that you also have them saying that not only do we have to take it to that step, but we also have to implement a punishment for those people that are wasting our time sending us out on wild goose chases. If you are 
you know, now that could be a double-edged sword. If, if Dave, the, you know, Dave Schrader out in Minnesota yep. says, I saw this craft and they deem me nuts. Does that mean I do jail time? So there could be, you know, it's good. We're going to have to see a well-defined reporting methodology for them to work on. Well, at the but end of days, the- I, 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 we have yet to see a time when, uh, any culture showed up at another culture's doorstep saying, hey, we're cool, right? Like, we're just here to look around a little bit. And, and right. 100% of the time, at least with our history on this planet, that's been called an invasion. It was a soft one, but we did it to Native Americans. I mean, Hitler did it to, to Holland. Like, like, I mean, look, we're just going right. to occupy here for a little while. We got, we got no problems. You're all fine. And then, bam, that's the end of that. A lot of people have been saying for a very long time that we are getting to a, a tipping point, a danger point here in our world, that these aliens are kind of an, not an overlord species, but they're here watching us. They're trying to push us to a different outcome, and that if things go bad, they're going to eventually step in. Well, right now, things are pretty bleak in a lot of parts of yeah, the world. So I'd love to believe that, that again. there's somebody smarter that, than again, us. Why they're they're starting to kind of tell us, you know, they're starting to get this disclosure out so that when something happens, we're not as surprised. They're, they're desensitizing us to this concept. Uh, I don't think people are going to lose their minds as much as we think. I think people have, have long considered this. I think even with the church being open about it, the military now saying this, police have, have investigated UFO calls for years. Um, you know, there's famous audio from Illinois where Four, I believe it was three or four different police precincts were following a large football field-sized craft that stood like 10 stories tall as it was moving over different parts of Illinois. Each, each one of the dispatchers thought the other one was joking, but police out in the field were watching this and following it. Yeah. There was the shutdown of, of uh, O'Hare Airport, one of the busiest hub airports in the world, because there was something over it. And you've got everybody from... FAA to, uh, you know, pilots to passengers and maintenance crew that were witnessing this. You can't silence that kind of uh, deal. In, in China or Japan, about 10, 12 years ago, shut down their airport not once, but like two or three times over the period of a few days because of a large craft hovering over their airport. So something is definitely presenting itself. But is it a terrestrial threat, meaning one of our no. adversary? No. Or our dealing with something interdimensional are we dealing with something from another planet or you think know about the it consideration is they may already be here i mean They're dave made, you, know. you know think about yeah. it if it were another country it's simple they would just mail you a flag and go this is your new flag this is you know here's your information right like this is going right. to be your new language and that's because we have this it's it's definitely not of our planet because if it were, they would have already said, hey, we're in charge of it all now. Because there would simply be no defense against a weapon like this. So it has to come. If it's real, it's got to come from this. And these have been showing up like we talked earlier. You've seen that Madonna with St. Giovannino? That uh, it's a yes. 15th century painting of the Madonna, but in the background, there's clearly what you would call a modern version, their version of what we see today. It's a, it's a saucer-shaped ship with lights coming off it, flying in the sky for no other reason like this. And this is from the 15th century. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. it shows there, up there, everywhere. There's, there's a lot of those paintings that have appeared. When you realize how few true Renaissance-era paintings exist still, and that in a majority of them, there's a flying craft over the Annunciation, which is when Mary was told that, that she was going to be impregnated by... God, there are, it, which again sounds mm. a lot like alien human hybridization, right? Yep. And there's 
images of craft hovering over the uh, crucifixion of Christ in these paintings, um, over John the Baptist in some of the paintings. You can't just summarily dismiss this as a representation of, oh, well, this means God's glory or this is an angel. You can see very clearly what angels and things that they were trying to represent as God looked like in paintings of that era. That's super nothing interesting. more than we're explaining what we can. God damn All it. we're seeing in the skies is this. That's, that's terrible if it turns out those, that silly reptile theory becomes real. There really are reptilians. I'm like, oh, good. Good, good, good. You know, listen, this world is, has been battered and bashed around for millions of years. If you're going to try to survive a nasty uh, collision uh, with, with an asteroid, you, you might be forced underground. Those people may have adapted. Our human species may have adapted into what these grays are. Your eyes would have to become bigger. You would have to adapt to the surroundings. Maybe they were forced underground, and that's they're not coming from outer space. They may have been here all along, and they're underwater. They're underground. They're doing this. Now, again, that sounds crazy. Yeah, well, I don't buy the hollow earth factor. part. Like, the, you know, the whole hollow earth oh, theory, no. like, I can't get it down with that. That's too crazy. I don't, well, and I'm not even getting into that hollow earth aspect. I'm just saying that there are places that they could be living that we, we don't have access to or have not found or we have, and we're just leaving them the hell alone. Uh, there, there's just too much. I, I, one of my children uh, served in the Navy and served aboard, and I, I don't know what I'm legally allowed to say, but served aboard one of the big ships, yep. and they had UAP sightings. And he told me, Dad, I, I don't even know what to make of it. I saw it. I saw it repeatedly, not even on the ocean, but the station on land. I've talked to other military personnel that have said the exact same thing. I've spoken to the gentlemen that were on the uh, Nimitz that saw those Tic Tacs and, and were part of the crew that videotaped it and, and collected it, and they were there when the men in black showed up and took everything. See, that's what and I want to I, I want the hard evidence. I want these guys. Well, you know, that's what I was hoping with this subcommittee hearing. And then, you know, the, the where they go, all right. We're going to show you, like, not the. This is what he said. Not this blurry. Right, right. Here, I'm going to. We're going to open up the hangar. Here, this is what we know. This is real, and uh, it'll well, either be the greatest day in our civilization or the beginning of the end. Right, and and I think that we've seen an interesting set of steps now with this being outed and them talking about it. I know a lot of people were very upset by that first initial deal. Well, they didn't tell us anything. They told us a lot. If you're listening. They've now made it clear that we're going to take these reports seriously. We believe there is a serious threat taking place. And I love the fact that it wasn't just two guys hoping for the best. You didn't have Beavis and Butthead up there. Right. Going, oh, let's say if UFOs are real. I mean, you've got yeah, Undersecretary exactly. of Defense for Intelligence and Security, Ronald Moultrie, and Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence, Scott Bray, testifying. They are yeah. heading this up. And you've got congressmen and, and, and Ryan Graves asking in-depth questions that they want answers to. That's huge. It wasn't scoffed at. It wasn't eye rolls. It wasn't joking. They are serious about wanting more information. Yeah, and Ryan Graves with what he's seen, and it wasn't a one-off instance, right? This guy saw these things over a period, over a very long, prolonged period, and many of the pilots were, were witnessing this. And as far as I can tell, Ryan Graves is the most legitimate uh, you know, witness and, and discussion I've yet to see. Like, mm -hmm. He in no way comes well, off as crazy. I mean, his career was impeccable. Everything seems to be in order with this discussion. Same. You, you got to remember Jesse Marcel with the ninety four or ninety uh, or forty seven nineteen forty seven uh, Roswell crash. 
he was very intelligent. He was part of the group that worked on the, the atomic bombs and security that, that we dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. He, he knew his things. And for him to go in and look at this debris and not know it's a weather balloon. Yeah, of course. And, you know, and, and they released that first initial report that we have a down saucer and then he's got to go back. Right. If, if, I, I want to tell you, if anybody in that high of a managerial position in any other business messed up, they would have been fired. They'd have been let go. He ended up, uh, I think, retiring a full bird colonel. Yeah. That's because he he had to play their game. He did it well and, and shut up and just let them realize that what we've got, we have to protect. There are too many big people out there that have seen these things. And there's a really great documentary that just came out, I think, a week or two ago. It's called A Tear in the Sky. A Tear in the Sky. I'll watch it today. And Watch it. You want more hard proof? This place, this documentary's got some fascinating, and again, from big names. She has the actual guys that were aboard the Nimitz exploring, triangulating at a, a, a location, and they capture more footage. They capture what might even appear to be a portal in the sky. So there's a lot that's going on, and a lot of people taking this seriously that are in high positions. So we no longer can scoff at this. This isn't just going to be murmured water cooler talk. This is going to be a very big reality for the government, for the people. And, you know, again, could it be that we're trying to deflect from other, a, other a, issues a war on two different fronts? Yeah. I don't know, but, but there's something to it. If there weren't years of wreckage and, and stories and, and issues right. and, and imagery that has existed, I would say, yeah, the, the tail is definitely wagging the dog here to get our attention away from what's going on. But I think we're at a, at a point where we're going to see this. And, and I'll tell you, if you get a chance... Uh, for you and your listeners, if you go to YouTube and check out my, my channel, Paranormal 60, I did a show on this last Wednesday with Scott Walter from the TV show America Unearthed. He's a forensic geologist, and he shows us some of the most compelling alien artifacts. First part of the show, first 20 minutes or so, we talk about art, and we show the images in art. Then I show you about 20 different items that Scott has collected, some that have been dated back as far as 12,000 years ago, 5,000, 8,000 years ago, that are depicting aliens. There is no uh, other way you can look at this. Right. No, it look, I alien. agree. I love this stuff. I tear yeah. in the sky. I'm going to watch. Check your channel. Also, Mr. Schrader. That's S-C-H-R-A-D-E-R, Dave Schrader. You guys can find that. And uh, and by the way, it, in no way am I going to be surprised if Elon Musk ends up being some hybrid. Oh, no. There's quite a few of them running around here, and that would make so much more sense for who they are and what they're doing, right? Yeah, yeah totally. Absolutely, man. <laughs> All right. Listen, Dave, always well, good to have you on. It's wonderful. All yeah. right. Stay right there, man. Hold on a second. Dave Schrader. Guys, check him out. Uh, it's going to go weird. I'm telling you, like, what do you say? Oh, are you, are you, do you believe? Yeah, I, I, I absolutely do. believe. I, and I'm okay. If no I'm problem wrong. with Berlin. I, I also have no problem me being completely incorrect with this subject. Sure. But to me... It would be absurd that this was the only thing in this entire, we only, you know, what we see, we think is so enormous, and we have no concept of the enormity of the universe. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. there's how many gazillions of galaxies there are out there. The, the expanding nature of space, it's constantly expanding, constantly expanding. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger all the time. Like, if you ever sit down with any kind of uh, uh, astronomy, like, and, and you really dig into how big the whole thing is, it'll make you distinctly and no kidding uncomfortable you'll see because you can't can't wrap your head around it you're like i'm sorry how big is all this 
And we're the one little bit. Yeah, the, people think that it doesn't, go, it doesn't go past Pleasant Hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and imagine what happens then. If Mind's aliens, blown. Aliens land on the planet. They're like, holy cow. This is not how they said it was going to be in Sunday school. Goddamn Steven Spielberg's a liar. Yeah, yeah. The light's bright and beautiful from the saucer in the air. Their eyes so black and skin so gray. To probe me, they don't care. Descending from the heavens, they landed on our planet in mass. Descended on our trailer parks to stick things in our ass. Society's whole foundation's been destroyed. Don't know what to believe anymore. But now we don't have to go to church on Sunday. Thanks to our alien overlords. And also with you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 